Hey everyone, this is Anna and Lola. Welcome back to Fate Life Journey Podcast. We are so glad that you stopped by today for another episode. Happy New Week. We hope that your month so far has been going great and that this new week that it will be filled with testimonies, it will be filled with blessings, it will be filled with God's grace upon you. And she feel like she's a pastor's wife when her hands do this. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. It would have wife. to take Jesus to come down for me it's to like, be a pastor's wife. But my husband do, is you like. You should do a, a challenge like every day, spend like an hour without raising your hand up when you record. But girl, please. <laughs> I would try to help you be better. But what's wrong with being a pastor's wife? Are you planning on it? I'm already married. <laughs> my husband. If you tell him, if you tell him one that, because well. mm. I have a husband who doesn't want to be a, a pastor, and he has a wife who doesn't want to be a pastor's wife. So. No, but my husband. No, that's the pastor's wife. So my husband awesome. would. I said when when that would be when Jesus comes down for my husband to so be too. a pastor. Has already come down. It'll come down again. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> but uh, so today we are doing something a little different. So. I was reading a book, right? And this book is titled Crazy Love by Francis Chan. This is the book right here. And I got to a part that it was so profound. And we're actually going to do two episodes about this. So it was two parts that I got to. I mean, the book is, is really nice. But these two sections, I got so convicted. I called up Lola. I said, Lola. Uh, with uh, in conversation, I said, "Let me read this to you because, whew, whew, you know." So, <laughs> the first one that we are talking about is from the chapter called "Serving Leftovers to a Holy God," Oof. and so it got to this page where it's talking about First Corinthians thirteen, verse four to eight. Lola, can you read that to us just in its um, okay. normal? You know, so we all know this. CV. Mm-hmm. It says, what if, wait, you said four, right? Um, love, yeah, four is, love is patient and kind, never jealous, boastful, proud, or rude. Love isn't selfish or quick-tempered. It doesn't keep a record of wrongs that others do. Love rejoices in the truth, but not in evil. Love is always supportive, loyal, hopeful, and trusting. Love never fails. So we are all familiar with, you know, that scripture. We quote it all the time. Love is patient. Love is kind and all of that. So let me read to you what the author wrote um, under that. It said, but even those words have grown tired and overly familiar, haven't they? I was challenged to do a little exercise with these verses. One that was profoundly convicting. Take the phrase love is patient and substitute your name for the word love. For example, uh, for him, he said, Francis is patient. Do it for every phrase in the passage. By the end, don't you feel like a liar? If I'm meant to represent what love is, then I often fail to love people well. Following Christ isn't something that can be done half, half-heartedly or on the side. It is not a label we can display when it is useful. It must be central to everything we do and are. So I took that, you know, did the exercise and so let me replace my name with law with love so anna is patient and kind anna does not envy or boast anna is not arrogant or rude she does not insist on her own way she's not irritable or resentful 
She does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Anna bears all things, believes all things, she hopes all things, she endures all things. Anna never ends. Faith and hope and Anna abide. Um, and then it goes on to say, but the greatest of this is love. So that's verse 13. So in reading that, like replacing my name with it, of course it was convicting because I'm not all of that. I mean, I am some of them. Not in its entirety. But not in its us. Honestly, <laughs> no matter how we think about it, no matter how good we think we are, no right. matter how, you know, I don't think if you are ever the entirety, you're in heaven. <laughs> Are we, true? are we even still the entirety exactly. in heaven? Like, exactly. When we get to heaven, are we even still right? that? Because I feel like the things that are written in that scripture encompass mm -hmm. everything human beings are. Right. We're rude. We're boastful. We're arrogant. And you might say, oh, I'm not rude. I'm not rude. Mm -hmm. But when you think about some of the things you say right. in the way you say it, Girl, please. You're rude. Yes. Right? People might Even not say anything. Sarcasm is a form of rudeness. Exactly. Right? There are some things where you're like, oh, but I'm kind. But how kind are you? Right. Like, are you kind to everybody or are you expecting that something's going to come off you being kind? Mm -hmm. Right? You don't keep a record of wrongdoings, okay? But do you, when you remember, does that change the way you look at the person? Mm -hmm. Because when the Bible says does not keep a record of wrongdoing, it means the person never did it at all. So you can't look at the person with the eye of what they've done. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like you did something bad and someone says, oh, I forgot. I've forgiven you. Mm -hmm. But you'll never trust the person. Like we say it all the time, right? Oh, I've forgiven, but I'll never trust this person the same right. way again. Yeah. We'd never let but that's go. That's not the same, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that is in here that I feel like that scripture just tells us who a human being is. Mm -hmm. Because these are all our characteristics. Right. This is what makes us us. Right. But if we then translate the word love for our names, then you start to think, what percentage of these things have I become? Have I become? Because if, when you think about it too, it not, it not only shows us what we're made of, but it shows us what Christ is made of, what he expects us to be. Because where he wants us to attain, yes, it is a tall order, but he wants us to attain all of this, you know, to be like him. So when it says that love is patient and kind, and you think that to yourself, like, are you a patient person? Why do you think that one of the things that God starts to deal with us with when we start walking with him is patient, patience, you know, to learn how to persevere when, especially starting from our house, from your household, with your children, with your spouse, are you patient with your spouse? Are you kind to them? Like the words that you use to address them and your kids, are they nice words? Are they kind words? Or are you just like, you just let anything come out of your mouth, you know? And then it goes on to say, love does not envy or boast, or Anna does not envy or boast. I wish I can say that I have never been envious in my life or have never boasted about something, but that's not true. You know, that's the, it, it, we are, we're human. We are flawed, you know, but this is something that God expects us to do. 
not be jealous of your neighbor's stuff. Not be jealous when that friend or that coworker gets the promotion. Not mm -hmm. be jealous when your friend or your family member gets that new clothes or that new car or whatever it is. And if you're the one who got that blessing, don't be boastful. The Bible even says that if you're going to boast in anything, boast in, in the Lord, you know. Um, so these things where it was really convicting to me, you know, replacing my name with love and just, it, it just shows that there is so much, we have so much more to, to go. Like we have a, a headway to, to go, to attain or come even close to attaining, you know, these uh, characteristics which are found in Christ. You know, one of those things, if we just take the first chat verse, mm -hmm. which is four. Love is patient and kind, never jealous, boastful, proud, mm. or proud. Each of these things, you might not think that you have been, right? So as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, have I ever consciously been boastful? Mm. And I had to think really, really hard because I was like, I'm not a boastful person. I'm more... If something happens to me, I try to hide it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it because I've always just thought that I didn't want people to feel a certain way, feel right. bad that things were happening to me. Right. But in a way, that itself is boastful. Mm. And that just hit me right mm. now. It's the spirit of pride. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, because I'm assuming that people will think a certain yep. way and think that I am bigger than they are or yes. I am at a place higher so than they are. So that means that you are I, actually thinking that. Exactly. Thinking it's that it's you not what higher. people are thinking. Yes, it's actually you. I think that she's going to think that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to say like, oh, I've, I've, I, I make, you know, 200K or I, I do this because I don't want you to feel bad. Right. Because, I don't know, for whatever reason, I, I'm expecting you to feel bad. Exactly. Right? And so, funny, this just hit me right now. Because I've never known myself to be a boastful person. Boastful person right? Like, if you, if I ask you, like, have I, have you ever thought that I was boastful? You say no, Exactly. Right? <laughs> but think about what I just said. But you also know that when things happen to me, I don't like to talk right. about it. Right? So, you know, it kind of shows that. You know, when the Bible said that, when, when Jesus said, only God is good, the Father yes. is good. That's really... That's the because thing. we don't know the definition of good. You know, only yes. God knows the true definition. Because Oof. human definition of good mm. to God is probably bad, you know? Um, and we don't... Yeah. It takes the Holy Spirit to reveal this type of yeah. thing to you. And it, it's very, like, I feel bad. No. <laughs> Right now, just so you guys know. You guys, she just got um, com convicted on camera. <laughs> I, I did. I really did. Because I'm, I've never, like, when I read this scriptures, and when I've always read this, like, I know the certain things that I need to work on. Right. Right. I need to be patient. I, I do need the patient. I know that I'm not a proud person. I don't elevate myself. But think about what I just said a few seconds ago. There's innate pride in me. Oh, already. yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, and I don't even know it. Yes, and so, you know sometimes when we're prideful, we don't see, see we don't think it's pride. We exactly, don't think it's because that was something one of the things that the Holy Spirit revealed to me too. Because I was like, I'm not a prideful person. What you talking about? 
and he started showing up. I was like, oh, okay. It's it's so difficult to be like Jesus mm -hmm. without the Holy Spirit convicting you. Right. You can't be like Jesus all on your own because you'll totally. think that you're doing the right thing. You'll think <laughs> yes. that you are not prideful. Mm -hmm. You're not, you know, any of that stuff. Like the part that says, uh, do not, does not keep a record of wrongs that other mm -hmm. people do. That one for me, I am very bad at because I really don't keep a record. But the problem too is I forget. Like it, it, and, and maybe God has helped me to where I'm at right now, mm -hmm. to where when someone does something to me and I pray about it and I it goes away, right. I totally forget about it and I don't look at the person the same way. But when someone does something to someone that I know and love. You don't forget. I don't forget. <laughs> so... You see, it's, it's so y'all don't me. come for me because don't Lola come, is not gonna forget. Don't, don't come for her. Don't come for any of my siblings because trust me, I will make your life miserable, miserable. It's so weird that when it's me, I forget. Like mm -hmm. Yemi says this, like, how did you forget that? I'm like, wait, that happened? Like, wait, she she, she did, did that? that? Like mm -hmm. he did? Like really? Mm -hmm. Like my sister was telling me a couple of things. My cousin was here for a couple of days and my sister was like, oh man, when you guys were younger, you guys used to fight. One story, my, my cousin stole my plantains <laughs> and I fought with my cousin and my and father I'm the one beat who me. Loves food. And my dad whooped me. You. Oh. He whooped me. And I said I wasn't talking to my cousin again. And I looked at my cousin and I was like, what? Really? Like She's like, yeah. I'm like, I, I know I didn't like you as a cousin growing up. I knew it. I knew it. But I so did not remember, remember. that at all. Now, if it, if it had happened to Lade now, I'd have been like, can you believe? I have not forgotten anything anybody has done to Lade or Mimi. Really? Like, never. You don't, oh, wow. and, then, and then someone did something to Mimi. And Mimi is our, our baby. She's like the, the precious one in the house. That's the, uh, your like, sister, the, last, the sister. last one. And the person who did it and their children. <laughs> <laughs> when I see their children, I'm like, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> Like, they'll be like, and this hasn't happened before, thank God. But they'll be like, oh, I'm coming to Houston. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in Austin. I am going to be home. Like, I won't be home. Like, no, no, ma'am. Meanwhile, I'm in my house sitting. But no, no, you can't come. But that's 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 the thing. Now, see how, for me, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I can't claim that I'm 100% on that. Because right. when it comes to you that I love, right. I'm right You're back not. to mm -hmm. square one. So for me, it was something that I... Like, I was the queen. I would say, like, I'm the queen of um, holding grudges. Like, I used to be that. And, you know, you know, I started, like, thinking recently, when did that stem from, right? Mm -hmm. And I, it took me, the Holy Spirit took me back to growing up, back home. There used to be this thing where if you are fighting with someone, um, and, you, you go, of course, you guys are not talking, it used to be so bad where it's like you don't even want the person's stuff to touch anything that has to do with you. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. So like you because it's like I don't even like to me you don't even exist. So don't let your stuff touch me. Like if you touch me like this, mm -mm. I'll stop fighting with you. Like, yes. So, <laughs> this is so and I used to suck 
dad holding grudges growing, you know, because I was so soft. I was yeah. shy. I was mellow. I was soft, you know, and stuff. And so that was not good because then everybody saw me as softy in the neighborhood and it's not good. So I started trying to be Which tougher. I started trying to be tougher to show that, oh, I can quarrel with somebody and not talk to them, you know? So I started building up that, that's, so oh, wait, wait, that wait, skin. Wait. It wasn't like someone did something that broke you. No, you, you, you built it. I up built yourself. it up myself oh, wow. because I didn't want to seem like the softy. Where anyone thought they could be Uh huh. Like Anna doesn't know how to hold a grudge. Oh, Anna don't know how to quarrel with somebody. She'll like she'll be the first to talk to you. You know all of that. So I had to build up. You know, so I can uh-huh. be tough in the neighborhood and in school and stuff. You know. So uh-huh. that's where it came from, and then it just. The thing about me is that I go from zero to hundred. There's yeah. no in between. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no in between. So I just took that to a hundred into my adulthood to where I am like I can hold grudges, okay? But it got to the point where it's no longer like the petty one, like oh don't touch me. Like, oh no, I can eat from the same plate with you, but best believe that I am not talking to you. Best believe that to me you still don't exist there. I'm probably just eating with a ghost. Whoa, she's like, no. the queen you know. Middle ground, right, you know. True, but the thank God for Jesus, because uh, <laughs> I found the Lord. I'm a born again. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I'm a born again. The Lord oh, has heaven. carved that out of me to oh. where I am quick to forgive now. I am quick to let go because coming to understand that forgiveness, one, is not for you. It's not for the person, but it's for you. And forgiveness hinders your prayers and your blessings from coming through because yeah. even the Bible says it that if there's something when you're um, praying to God and there's an offense with someone, drop whatever sacrifice you're making and go make mm-hmm. up with the person. You sure. know, so it's it, I had to learn that and I have a story to share. I don't even know if we have time for it, but let me quickly. There's, there was someone who it was so difficult for me to to forgive because I'm like, Lord, this person did me wrong. Like they did me wrong. And I remember going to a conference and, you know, of course, throughout the journey, and I was like, okay, I've forgiven them. I, I forgive them. I move on and blah, blah. It took me going to that conference and there was something that happened in that conference during prayer and breaking, um, it was actually, they led us in a prayer of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it was in that conference that something I shifted. Know. I found that I hadn't actually forgiven. forgiven. I've kept saying that I haven't let go. And I found myself, I was the only one who went to that conference. I didn't go with anyone. And Laura, I was bawling. Like, that was when I knew, like, so I felt the, the lift. Lifting the lifting i felt it i was bawling and i was like lord i forgive this person for what Mm. you did for what you said and i was just crying my heart out you know and then i felt that relief and so to now like i can hear the person name i can hear the person's voice i can be in the same room with the person and all of that and not feel a prick in my heart and feel you know anything about yeah. The, the person yeah. it's really difficult when you think that you've gotten to a stage whether it's forgiveness or pride or one of these things that you know the bible says about love mm-hmm. and the whole spirit now prompts you and says no you haven't and then he shows you you know areas of your life when you haven't right. and, and once you're able to to forgive mm-hmm. there is always like you're saying that 
relief mm -hmm. in your heart because it's so difficult to search your heart yourself right oh yeah because you're gonna be biased yeah right because you you can always make a a, a case mm -hmm. for how you're acting or what you said or how you treat a certain person right but the Holy Spirit is the one that actually goes in and looks at those parts of your heart that are hidden. Mm -hmm. Remember I was saying um, last month where I was like, you know, I'm starting or I started where every night before I go to sleep, I'm like, Lord, right. search my heart for me. Where mm -hmm. are the hidden places that I cannot see that I need to address? Whether it's about my work, whether it's about my career, whether it's about, you know, my life. Where is it that I have fallen short today mm -hmm. that I need to ask for forgiveness and repent about mm -hmm. it? Because I'm realizing that if you don't do consistent searching where the Holy Spirit searches you, you find out that you start to build. It's like right. an anthill, mm -hmm. right? It starts to build little, little by, by little, little by little by little. Mm -hmm. And you wake up one day to find your heart very heavy. Right. Where you 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 can't look at anybody the same way mm -hmm. because a word they said or a, a sentence or how they looked at you just keeps resonating in your head right. over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Right. To where it's like. But I don't feel this way, but your heart does. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that as human beings, this is our nature. Mm -hmm. And that's why God is asking us to be like him, to be able to change that nature. Right. Because if we don't change the nature, then how then can we relate to God and mm -hmm. be like him? Mm -hmm. How do we even walk in that journey mm -hmm. to being like Christ? Like Christ, yes. And, and that's, it requires us to be in his presence. It requires us to be in his, in his word. Because there was something that someone said to me one time and she was asking, what do I think about it? I think it was a post on Instagram. And the person said, um, the, the video was talking about, oh, how do you know that this person is a Christ follower? Or how do you see Christ in, in somebody? I'm, I, I can't quite remember how it went, but it was like, is it through the, the miracles and the signs and wonders that God uses them to perform, like them healing the sick or, you know, things like that? Or is it through... Um, like the basically the fruits of the spirit, you know, in in mm -hmm. them or showing through them, and so I was like, oh, it's through the fruits, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, because God can still use you, even though you are not walking right, because He loves His children, so He wants to do blessings, so He uses people, you know, but the fruit of the Spirit that is evident in you shows that the Holy Spirit is in you. From within. from within you and that you're walking intimately with him because that's how we are transformed yes. Yes. so it's not by the miracle like you know yeah. that god uses but it's by that fruit and one of the fruits of the holy spirit is love you know because when we go down here it said love bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things are you believing um all things like the things that you read in the in his word are you believing it you know, when God is taking too long, are you enduring? You know, are you keeping hope, your hope alive? Because this is what Christ expects us to do. Lola bears all things. Lola believes all things. Lola hopes all things. And she endures all things. Mm -hmm. Can we say that that's actually what we are doing? And, and the thing too, yeah, is, is it a lifestyle? Mm -hmm. 
Because there are certain situations, and, and when my daughter Lyle was in the NICU for that long, mm -hmm. I can tell you I was patient. Like, you you, you couldn't find patient without saying long was <laughs> on her. Like, forget it. That was a point in my life where I was 100% patient. Boom. Because at this point, I was like, Lord, I got to the stage where I was like, well, whatever you decide to do, go ahead. So I'm like, you. As long as you give me the grace to continue moving right, on this, I'm it. good. We're, we're good. It. We're good. That's it. When it comes to enduring, what didn't I endure? <laughs> I endured I endured, and then some. Because if I didn't endure, then I would have lost all hope, mm. to say. And I had hope. Uh, oh, no. No, 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 no. At this point, <laughs> you're like, Lola, 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 hope. Hope, hope, like, 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 say that, 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 Barely. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Lord Jesus. So it's basically like situational. <gasps> yes, but it's not supposed to be not situational. Yeah, no. Absolutely. If I am going to be like Jesus, I need to have Constance. all of this every day Consistent. of my life. He says the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. But we we are like chameleon. We change <laughs> based on the circumstance, based on the situation. We change. But as we uh, begin to round up, I want to read this paragraph to us. Um, it says, if life is a river then pursuing Christ requires swimming upstream. Ugh, when we stop swimming or actively following him, we automatically begin to be swept downstream. There you go. And that's it. Just what we're just talking about, that it should be a lifestyle. Yep. You know, we haven't attained to what this First Corinthians 13 says, but as long as we keep pursuing it, then we are going upstream following Christ. Yeah. But the moment that we give up and we say, ah, I can never attain such thing. Oh, I can never, you know, forgive all things or bear all things. Like this, I can't do it. So I give up. You find that you go down, downstream. So we have to continue to follow Christ. We have to continue to run the race yeah. with endurance, with perseverance. Mm -hmm. Um, we're not going to be perfect, you know, in everything. But as long as we continue to swim upstream, God sees our heart and he honors our heart yeah. and our, our sacrifice yeah. and pursuit. I think at the end, though, when you know that you're walking towards Christ, mm -hmm. like he is your goal, right? One thing that you could do is when you, like she said at the beginning, change the word love to your name mm -hmm. and ask the Lord daily, search my heart. Where am I missing it? Right. Help me work towards that. Now, I say this also knowing that when god decides to prune you there's going to be a lot of you know <laughs> yes. a lot of things right don't 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 quote me and when you're praying say lord jesus lola said and that's why i'm going through this give it back to lola no take it and learn your own thing because right. i'm going through my own stuff but you have to always realize that the holy spirit is the one that's going to help you transform mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you need his help to also see where you are lacking right not just the peripheral of it but the inside where am i lacking inside and how can my life be transformed and that's the only way you can continuously become like jesus that's it that's it right there mic drop <laughs> all right you guys well that's it for us y'all take care see you bye, next guys. time bye